Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your favorite life coach, Nikki, and you are listening to the Own Your Shit podcast. Yes, there is an emphasis on ya because everything that we talk about, every little topic is going to have you at the focal point. I do that as a life coach because a lot of people focus on what their surroundings are supposed to look like and then long-term they realize that it's not even a reflection of their true self. And a lot of times people don't sit in their shit, which is quote unquote self-reflection to really start developing and moving in a way that reflects who you really are on the inside so it can show on the outside. So we know 2020 was basically a hot mess. And even though we're only (laughs) less than two weeks into 2021, um, it's, it's still room for self-development, self-growth. And I know there's a lot of people right now that are tired of being in the house and you want to get out there and you want to start dating. And today's topic is going to be, would you date yourself? Now, you can take that lightly or you can take it deeper. But the focal point is a lot of times when people want to go out and date, everyone, and I know it's not just the ladies because the fellas do it too, but having a list of like a hundred requirements that your husband or future wife needs to have, whether it's like for my ladies, you can go ahead and tell me if I'm wrong. They need to be chocolate, six, five, good credit. They have to have um, money to buy a full house. They need to have their savings developed. They need to be further out in the career. They need to have goals. They need to have no kids, never been divorced, like no baggage, uh, no emotional baggage, good relationships and everything else. And then let alone good hair, good <laughs> <laughs> Do you see where I'm going? It just keeps going and going and going and going. And a lot of people focus on that list for the person that they want to date. But have you ever made a list for yourself? Or did have you ever even sat there and graded yourself and see if the person that you're looking for, are you that person that would be, that they would attract to? Like if you have someone that is like well-off, well-established, um, are you their type of person that they want to date? Because a lot of times people focus on what it is that they want, but do you wholeheartedly spend time and then figure out, are you even a person that is ready to date? Do you have all your shit together? That same list that you have for someone else, have you made that list for yourself? And how are you, how are you, how are you adding up to that? And I challenge you because if you start writing down your own thing, you know, 130 pounds or 175 pounds for my, for my ladies that are, are 5'10". Holla. You know what I mean? Long hair, straight hair, kinky hair, braids, no braids, locks, everything. And the list goes on. You're not perfect. So the first thing that you're doing wrong is seeking perfection when we all know perfection does not exist. And then holding fellas up to a, the super, super high standard when you're not even meeting them halfway. So before you start looking to see if that person matches everything else on your list, make sure that you're holding yourself to that own standard or you're at least working to that. Like you're at least having goals, you're doing therapy, you have a life coach, shout out to me, and you're doing active steps to start preparing you so that the goals that you have to accomplish or the person that you want to end up 
being within a few months or a year, wherever, how, how long it would take you. It's going to be a work in progress versus a dream. So the key thing is stop looking for perfection because you're not perfect and no one else is going to be perfect. And then also stop looking for just physical, like the physical appearance. Start looking to see if the person that you're looking for is either going to balance you out or improve you. Nobody wants to date anyone that has poor self-love, poor self-esteem, confidence issues, all those things. Because if they made all your lists as far as what they look on the outside, you may completely hate what they look like on the inside. But guess what, sis? That was never on your list to begin with. So really start focusing on what is important to you on a day-to-day basis. Because when you start dating and then if you're dating to marry, which a lot of people are at this point, especially for my my ladies and my fellows that's in their 30s, then you can have someone that is hardworking, career-focused, but then you also have to know that those people that are super, super focused on the career normally have issues with work-life balance. So are you okay with sacrificing your future spouse being home for what it is that you want? Like what's the level of importance and how does it match up with the way that you are living your life or how to want to live your life? You want to make sure that you're checking into the emotional side of them. You know what I mean? Like if you know that you need to have like deep conversations or you need someone that is caring, that can be sensitive or someone that can easily relate to or someone that is not so closed off, sis, you need to be focused on on that versus just their height. And if they got a goatee or a beard, do you get what I mean? Like really start thinking about what is it that you need in order for you to feel balanced in a relationship and not feel as if you have to reduce your light in order to be happy on paper. Because let's keep it real. On paper, everything could look perfect. And I'm sure everyone has da- everyone listening to this podcast has dated someone that looks really, really good on paper. And the moment that you bring them around friends or family, or you've been around each other for too long, you realize that it's not a match. They have everything that is that you needed, but it wasn't a match. And the reason why it wasn't a match is because the things that are most important to you, you weren't looking for it. You got to own your shit in that area. You weren't looking for it. So when you're looking and you're dating and you're being open to it, it's the emotional support and the way they handle their emotional past. Does it work with you or are you able to be with someone that is a work in progress? Like if they have... Um, the security issues, like how did they process it? Did they go to therapy? Did they seek a life coach? Did they find out how to meditate? What are their exercise habits? Like how do they handle traumatic experiences? How are they at peace with it now? Did they even get to peace? Like how do they process it when they normally go through things? They normally isolate and shut down and then forget about everything else going around them. You know what I mean? Are you able to deal with someone that is the complete opposite? Would it have a negative effect on you? Like these are the ways that your mind should start thinking so that you are able to determine if it's a good fit and if you guys can grow with each other because 
that size eight waist. <laughs> it's, it's not always going to be that size. But if you can have someone that is emotionally stimulating, you are still physically attractive to, and then you're able to love and have fun with, isn't that worth you being married to versus someone that looks amazing on paper, is never home, um, is not there for emotional support, can give you everything financial wise, but you feel emotionally drained or it comes from a toxic and controlling situation. So make sure that you're looking to see the type of characteristics that is important to you. And all my ladies out there that have their own businesses and everything else, or the ones that like to be extremely social and like to network or like to, you know, go out to social events all the time. Are you okay with being with someone that is clingy? Meaning maybe they're a complete introvert and they're not used to working a room. Or are they, are you okay if that person wasn't to be on your shoulder all the time? Is it okay if they chill out in the back? Like, or do you want someone that's able to work the room the same way that you work the room? Like how, how would that impact your lifestyle? And what are you willing to compromise and grow with? Do you get what I mean? So think of more characteristics and where they're at goal-wise and how that balances you as a person and your current day-to-day lively situation and then see if it's a good fit. Because I can tell you personally, it's a different feeling dating someone and then forcing and trying and arguing to make it work than someone that has the similar goals or they have positive and healing mindset from healing from their past, it just goes easy because it's a, it's a compliment. It's not like two negative sides of the magnets, you know, trying to push off of each other. So really be honest with yourself and sit with yourself as far as what is important characteristic wise and what is it that you need? And also what healthy things that they do to make themselves happy. Because let's keep it real. When you start thinking that your happiness needs to be dependent on someone else's, it's when (laughs) the trouble starts. Because now you're in a position where it's like you don't know how to get yourself out of it. And if they don't know how to get themselves out of it, then it's two people that are now depending on each other and then both being dragged down because of it. So you want to make sure that each individual, yourself and the person that you're dating, has healthy things that they do or is extremely self-aware and they're working on it. That way it doesn't feel or become a burden when someone, you know, goes through an episode. And then also see if the way that they process things, I know I touched on it a few minutes ago, but see if the way that they process things mentally and emotionally, even conflicts, is something that is in alignment with how you would handle it or if you're okay with it. Because everything is not going to be peaches and cream, but You have some people that see an issue and then they want to get to the bottom of it and resolve it so it doesn't repeat themselves. And you have some people that really don't like to have tough conversations. So they they avoid confrontations, positive or negative, like the plague, because they just want to keep moving forward. And if you're a person that likes to what we call fix it, and the other person is the one that likes to put the Band-Aid you may have an issue because you will have to decide if you're okay with temporarily resolving it 
And that temporary, that temporary resolution may not be handled accordingly where it doesn't stop repeating itself. And is that okay? And in what light and what situation? So you want to make sure that you are asking questions and you're aware of the way that people handle things and ask about people's about a person's past, because then you're able to get more insight of how they think, what their characteristics are, their goals, how they, how they process things. What are they working on to become a better person? Are they even self-aware with what they need to work on? You know, you have some people out there that just think that this is the way that I am and that's just me. And part of that can be true. And then the other part can be bullshit. If you're just a bad person that's just toxic and negative all the time, you have some soul searching to do and that's not okay. But if you're a person that can be very vocal, but you're clear and you're aware of other people, then that's okay. It's two, it's two different ends of the spectrums. So really, really, really make sure you're asking and paying attention to the main things that we talked about. And I will always tell people because we know that Everybody doesn't come out perfect and it's always going to be a consistent work in progress. See what their work in progress means. Are they a person that sees it and then they start chipping away at it like really, really quick, like they pour all their attention into it? Or do they like to put the fake stamp of, yeah, I'm working on it just to kind of pacify the situation and not really do any other actions towards it? Because that may be a trigger for you. So make sure that if someone does have something that is not especially positive in a way, what are they doing to change it? Or are they okay with keeping it the way that it is? And if they are okay with keeping certain actions the way that it is, then you need to ask yourself, is this worth you staying here for? Or are you okay with it staying that way? And that's when you start getting into self-value, self-worth, and also being realistic. Because if it's something that you're temporarily allowing, thinking that in the later later in time is going to change, and that person is telling you they have no intention of changing, then you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. And at the same time, you're wasting your time and their time when you can be finding someone that's a better match or a better fit for it. And like I always, always like to leave everything is make sure that you are being honest with yourself. And when you start realizing things that you need to work on, make sure that you have grace. Know that everyone and everything is a work in progress. Everything does not resolve itself overnight. And also know that it's okay to go out, have fun, date and mingle and still be a work in progress and date. All I'm like, all I'm putting out there is that when you're labeling yourself a work in progress, you can't be out there looking for protect for perfection. Make sure that you still have that same mindset of someone actively working. Because if you're actively working on yourself and you're working on being more self-aware with things, would you rather be with someone that is how it is and doesn't want to change it? Or would you rather work with someone that is able to do self-identification and self-awareness and start taking steps 
to start making those changes on their own so that you as a joint couple can start making changes and adapt as time goes on because marriage and relationships have their stages and a lot of marriages end in divorce because you're not able to grow together. And that's when you hear the phrase growing apart. So just make sure that you are, and just doing a little recap, you're not looking for perfection. Ask yourself, would you date yourself? Are you in a position where you should be dating? And think more of characteristics and goals and personality traits and like healthy practices instead of that hundred list (laughs) of what they look like on the outside. And at the same token, have grace with yourself during this progress because you should be doing it on yourself too. You can't look for someone if you're not doing the work on yourself. And there may be areas within yourself that you need to grow and develop and be self-aware about so that the person that you really want to date sees you more as a healthy relationship. Like everything should be healthy. There is no reason to start any relationship on a toxic foundation because then anything else coming from it is just going to be toxic. And just make sure, make sure that you are aware of what your triggers are. And the reason why I focus on that too is because if you have things in your past that you haven't addressed or come to peace with, you may be indirectly looking for that person that has those things that trigger you because it has the familiar feeling. Do you know what I mean? So make sure that you are also aware of what your triggers are and then also have the clarification of what it is that you need to balance you versus someone that is going to be negative or dimming your light or forcing you to change to someone that you're not. So I'm going to leave you with that. And then we are going to do a couple more episodes on just the relationship aspect of it and little, little tiny hits. And if you have any ideas or questions or anything that you want to drop, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at underscore steps in life. And you can go ahead and send me a message. You can slide in my DMs, or you can also go to my website at www.stepsinlife.co. And you can go ahead and book your session. And I hope this helped you. And definitely, 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 please tell a friend to tell a friend. And we will be back here next Friday. Have a great weekend. Keep your head up, smile, and always remember, make sure you own your shit. Until next time.